Bienvenidos, welcome to Chisme That Matters, a Latina podcast created to redefine chisme by having conversations about topics that matter. We'll be talking about personal finance, mental health, entrepreneurship, and so much more. This is your host, Kim Flo, and with our guest, we will be sharing our historias, expertise, journeys, and even our struggles so we can inspire and move our community. Here, Every chisme, I mean, historia matters, and I can't wait for you to listen to them. And if you want some good and real chisme, this is the place to be at. I mean, come on, let's be real. Who doesn't like some chisme? Hola, hello, everyone. Welcome to another Chisme That Matters. This is your host, Kim Flo. And as usual, I'm excited because I'm going to be having an awesome chisme with an amazing human being. And today's chismosa's name is Meli Tavares. And she is an amazing woman. I have known her for, I don't even know how many years, like maybe over 10 years or so. And I have seen her journey and her growth throughout the years. And she's doing amazing things in the community right now. She owns a studio, which name is Moves with Melly, that focuses in helping a woman in business with their sales and brand strategy. So I can't wait for her to tell you a little bit more about what she does and what she doesn't do what she does a, she does a lot of things let me tell you she's like a woman of all trades so i'm excited and with further ado i welcome melly oh thank you kim it's so nice to be a part of your podcast i'm really proud of you and everything that you've done and like you mentioned we've known each other i think for almost a decade so you more than anyone has seen my growth, like you mentioned, um, and I'm super happy to be here and grateful to be chismeando contigo. Yes, and we have some good chisme because we have not talked, like we, we are those type of friends who we can go talking, like they say months, and then like when we linked up, we it's like nothing has happened, like it's like, oh, we just saw each other yesterday, but I feel like you have done a lot of things that I don't know about that I just like found <laughs> out maybe like a few days ago, and I was like, what? So I'm excited for you to share that with me and also with whoever is listening uh, out there. And like I usually like to do with my guests, I love for them to introduce themselves and talk a little bit more about what they do. So the mic is all yours. Thank you. Thank you. So there's a lot kind of to unpack. So we're going to stick to the, the studio part of it. So right now I'm a sales strategy and brand consultant or coach uh, for women-owned businesses. My focus is with women-owned businesses. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it later um, in terms of just statistics, why I'm, I'm choosing to focus with them. So my goal is to work with women that already have been hustling, already making the money, already making the sales, and they're ready to level up, right? So I my background professionally is at an executive level. I've been a VP of sales. I've grown while I was still in college to become the business development and sales director uh, within the food and beverage industry. I've also uh, dabbled into the real estate industry, which is what I'm doing right now in Miami. So it's taking all this knowledge that I've gained in 10 plus years and using it to give back, right? So I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I'm helping all these large companies and all these people, you know, grow their businesses, which is great, right? I want everyone to win. But I'm looking over and I'm seeing like my sisters and like, you know, my fellow boss babes, like getting to a certain point and not being able to continue. Right. And then it really hit me when the pandemic came around. Right. And how many of us had to a 
stop working because, you know, they had children, they had responsibilities, you know, the resources were no longer available. So they had to stop working. And some even were like, you know what, I'm going to start my own business. And they've been doing great. You know, now we're at the end of 2021, but they're not growing any further. And so I'm sitting here like I should be helping them. And so this is why I started Moves with Pelly Studio. It's just really taking everything that I know and not starting you off, but taking you to the next level. Mm, yes. And like I said, she does a lot of things. And trust me when I tell you, she has done, she paints, she dances. Because the thing is that we met through dance and mm-hmm. we were on a team together. And it was amazing sharing stage with her and also like just being around her. And she's one of those women who have gone through a lot of struggles, like a lot of us, right? And has picked herself up como uno, like they say in Colombia, como una berraca, like a badass, <laughs> and just continue and be like, nah, this system is not going to keep me down. I'm just going to move, right? That's why it's homos with Melly, because she moves. <laughs> and and you, she does the sales and the branding. I am like the marketing person. So that's why I'm like, I come up with her little slogan. <laughs> so, so yes. And I think it's beautiful that you, you decided to, to take all that knowledge and help other people. I think that's the, the most beautiful thing that someone can do because it's kind of like, okay, you know what? I did all of these things. Okay. Now how can I pour into my community? And I think it's, it's great that you found that a lot of us, don't have that yet, but I think that's why people like you are here, you know, just that, just sales and branding coaches, but mindset coaches, life coaches to help us to come up with, with that. Like I can say myself, right. I've done so many other things too, that I'm just like, Oh, how can I help my community? You know, putting out there. Right. But that's why I have a podcast is I just love sharing other people's stories and just having, you know, this knowledge pour into our community. So like, so tell me how, I know you said that it was after the pandemic that you decided to start Moves with Medley, but what was really like the pivotal moment that you were like, okay, maybe I, I should just get out where I am because you were in a job, right? You were in a company. And what was the moment that told you, hey, Melly, you know what? You need to do this. And how did you feel? Were you scared? And what stopped oh the fear? Because I, like you said before, a lot of us start something, but we don't continue. Mm-hmm. Aquí presente, I've done that. So I want you to share. I want you to share. Like a diet, we start and we don't finish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't um, even start that anymore. <laughs> right. We're past that. We're like, you know what? We'll drink our water. We'll eat what we want. Okay. So, such a good question. So, a little bit more, I guess, in depth about me intrinsically. I'm an entrepreneur. So, you know, going back to, you know, what you spoke of was that I am an artist. I, I was a ballroom and still am a ballroom dancer, but I always went and like turned it into a business. Intrinsically, I needed to find the sales aspect, the marketing aspect, the branding, and how can we turn this into a business? Let's present it professionally. Um, do I enjoy it? 100%. So, um, but that's part that's just within me. I just can't. It's like a little person (laughs) within me that's like okay this is what we need to do this is how much and it's just numbers for me so keeping that in mind whether I'm selling my artwork whether I was selling you know or creating Pura Vida the dance company that I started when I was 19 I just turned 19 
which is still going. And now Mikey uh, is the leader of that. And then I started a melody and that was doing well. And, and then I started a separate brand and I started helping other people. My fear is like no longer in my vocabulary when it comes to wanting to do something, right? So I've learned over time to just fail upwards. I'm totally not scared of failing when it comes to launching something. If someone doesn't like it, it's okay. It wasn't for you. Let's move on, right? So I think I've fallen so hard (laughs) in the past that I'm just like, it's fine. I know I'm going to be okay. We'll just put some, you know, some vapor rub on it, some evaporu. And we'll keep going. So one of the the best things about that is that, yes, there's a fear and that fear could be excitement. It's this feeling of like, I really believe in what I'm doing. And no matter what comes my way, I'm still going to go. So launching Moves with Melly Studio, it was more so what was more difficult for me was putting everything that I've always wanted to do, which was help others um, still be kind of a performer per se, right? So I'm going to be performing in terms of like my reels and making sure that I, I speak in front of people and make appearances and teach others. Um, but then there's the sales aspect and helping them. So kind of combining everything. And that's how Moves with Melly was. So it would, took me a little bit to kind of put it together because I'm like, well, I'm an artist and I want to be dancing, but I also want to be painting. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm like, it was like a cocktail of all of, these jack of all trades that I've done and just putting it all together. And it's like, um, I'm not, a, I'm not a cook, but I'm assuming <laughs> that you sometimes you're making recipes and then you like dip your finger and you taste it and you're like, that's the perfect cocktail, right? Mm. Like that's the recipe. And so I had that moment where I was just like, Oh my God, this is what I need to be doing. And then from that moment, I was like, let's go. I was like hauling ass. Like I want to do this, this, this. Cause then I already knew what I needed to do. Right. Um, so fear, yes, but not in that sense. Right. It's a fear. It's almost like an excitement mm. because I don't know how fast it's going to go. I don't know if it's going to go. So I don't know who I'm going to need, who I'm going to run into. Am I going to be prepared? But I had such a good enough belief that it's almost fun. You know, it's like bungee jumping for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, which is which is such a good feeling. But again, it happened because I've gotten really good at failing and I'm not scared of it. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, I failed, but I'm failing upward because I learned from something. I could have a different mindset and be like, oh, my God, I started this business. I started a dance company. I'm no longer with it. I did my art business and now I only have a couple clients and I'm not in museums. And I did this and I did that and I didn't do this and I didn't do that. Right. And I didn't cut. Ca- I don't get caught up in that. I get excited. It's like, look what I did. And I learned this. And now I can do this because of that, you know? And I think that's a really, really big part of it. Mm, Yeah, that's, that's so good. I think a lot of us, when we are about to start something that kind of excites us, or we think that it's a good idea, right? Like, especially like a business uh, per se, we are scared because I think we get so stuck in that one idea that if that one thing doesn't work, quote unquote work, then it's like, okay, we are a failure. And we get so attached to that thing. It's like, we make it part of our identity instead of like making mm. it in like a, an extension of our identity. Right. Mm. And yeah. I, I know that because it happened to me when I, I did my first business, lots of promise, like it was great, but then, you know, life happens and that's it I, I feel like god put that thing in my heart and i was like all right it's time to go kim and it was so hard for me like i was uh, 
I'm going to curse, but I was freaking depressed. I was like, oh my God, I'm a failure. This isn't that. But then I had to understand that I was not, that I, at least I tried. Yeah. I did it. It was great. You know, it, it, it did the impact and that's it. It's time to move on. So a lot of people that I know be like, oh my God, what if, what if I'm like, just why not? Like, just go for it. And see, 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 no, no, you know what? And, and it's just that, that feeling. Oh so God, I think yes. it's like getting the mindset, right. Right. That it's like, just, just try it out. And if it, it didn't work, something else will come to replace that. A hundred percent. That's, it's like ordering a cocktail, you know, like I think, you know, many, and if, even if people don't drink, it could be a mocktail, it could be a juice, it could be a smoothie. Like you order something when you go mm-hmm. to a new place or even at the same place and you always order the same thing and you want to try something different. You know, sometimes you're like, should I, should I not? But I really like it, but, but I want something else, but, but I want to try something new. But my friend told me that this is really good. And then you finally drink it and you're like, Oh, that's terrible. I'm never going to do it again. Great. Now, you know, you're not going to order it again, but if it's amazing, it just became your new drink. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's that simple. So sometimes when you take this thing that you're doing, whether it's a business venture, whether it's an idea, whether it's you know, a product or a service or anything that you want to do, or just a simple project, even if it's like in the house, right? You want to try something new, you want to do a DIY, like, all you have to think about is like, oh, if, I, if I, it doesn't work out, it's okay. I could repurpose this or it's fine. It's no big deal. Um, and once you do that, before you even start, like, you know, doing everything else, then it, it just seems like you kind of have that attitude the whole way, like, oh, that didn't work out. It's all of a sudden, not that big of a deal. It's like, oh, I'll just try something else. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. so I think that, again, it takes training, though. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not sitting here and saying, like, I've never been scared. Mm -hmm. I was never thinking that I was a failure because that would be a lie. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You know, I launched um, Buddha Vida when I was 19 and I was like doing all these things and I had to leave. And I was like, wow, you know, I had to raise my brother. And I was like, I just gave up on something. I'm terrible. I'm never going to dance again. Like. I, you know, I was nineteen twenty, and I was still in school. And I was like, yeah, no, I, I stink. And then it was just like, that's when I started reading a lot of these wonderful books and like, you know, um, going to different like groups and stuff like that. And then just kind of like listening to other people and not being my own therapist mm. <laughs> is the key. And then you're just kind of like, oh, and I usually find my things in like documentaries and movies. That's like my thing. I like watch them. I'm like, oh, Oh, I like that. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then I apply it into my life. Um, and I think that that's something that we all have to go through, mm-hmm. feeling that sadness and feeling that like, oh, that failure. Like, I don't want anyone to talk to me. I don't want I want to cancel all plans. I don't want to go out. I don't want to be seen by anyone. I don't want anyone to ask me about my business that I've totally mm-hmm. given up on, that I've quit, that I've closed and having to give an explanation. And so we get caught up in all these things and it's like, okay, mama, sit on the couch, you know, drink your juice, eat the ice cream, watch the soap or watch the novela with the, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> anything that you need to just let it all out and then keep going, you know, and then it'll just get easier as it goes. But the biggest decision you make is I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. And this isn't a soul reflection or this isn't my full identity as a human being, this is one of the things that I do that I didn't do all the way. 
And that's okay. Let me learn from it like a book and then keep going, right? It's almost like a class. So I can't, I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate to that, but it's a decision that you make. And and I was listening to your podcast before and you said, you know, the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And that is so huge. That's so huge because you either look at something and you're like, even in dance, right? Like if you don't get a trick or if mm-hmm. you can't spin, you're not like, oh, I'm never going to spin again. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Or you're like, okay, I I didn't fall this time, you know, and you celebrate that. And now like, okay, I'm not dizzy this time. I did one, right? And continuously go, you have to treat things the same way or else you're not giving yourself the chance to really reach your potential and the opportunity that's in front of you. You just, you're not believing in yourself enough to fulfill it which can be sad to watch as, as a spectator because you know that person can keep doing it and can achieve it just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. But then it's sad when you see them kind of break down and, and give up on themselves so soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, it's so true about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. But I think it also depends how you grow up, you know, your upbringing, the people that you surround yourself with because we know, especially as Latinas, Mm. our families have a lot of fixed mind mindsets and yes. it's hard to break that. It's not uh, impossible, but that's why it's really important to surround yourself with people that have that, that growth mindset that is going to help you break those curses or barriers that you have, you know, grew up with. And, 100%. but like you said, it's a decision that you have to make. It's something you like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I did it. I tried. But I'm not going to say stuck. Okay. It's not easy to do it. Right. But it's something like, for me, it's like when I, I did it in the past, now if I see it, I'm like, oh, I started this. I started that. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to start and I'm <laughs> the same way that I'm okay because I already went through it. And I think when I wanted to start the next thing after my, my first business or my failure or whatever, it wasn't a failure, but it was my, my tryout and say, I was scared because I got PTSD, right? And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, like what's going to happen? Like, I'm going to feel the same way. I was scared to feel the way that I felt back then. And I yeah. think it's normal, but you know, I was like, you know what? It's either that or I stay with all these ideas inside of me, right? And I'm going to be more, even more miserable because I'm going to see everybody else doing it. And I'm here like, oh, I did think about that. And now I'm just like, oh, why did I do it? Why did I do it? You know? So that's why one of the things I'm very impulsive now. And I just- <laughs> Welcome I to just, the team. <laughs> I just do things like, my. You, you see me in my videos. I'm out there. I'm out there. And, and I just say what I think. I just show who I am. And it makes me feel better. <laughs> it's like my therapy, to be honest, right? Because I feel like, yeah. oh my God, I have all these ideas. And I'm just like, what I'm going to do just thinking about it and watching everybody else like doing it right so it's it's one of those things that you have to like befriend fear in a sense and be like all right buddy we work we're here we're hanging out for a little bit but you're gonna have to sit down and watch me because i'm gonna do all this stuff without you all right we'll talk later (laughs) (laughs) at least that's how i see fear i don't know that's how i talk to my fear (laughs) yeah absolutely i think you definitely hit the nail on the head is the way we grew up. Right. So Mm -hmm. Colombian, right. All my cousins are engineers and business administration and architects. And I'm like, I want to be a dancer. And my mom was like, no, you're not. (laughs) 
I'm like, no, no, but I am, but I, but I want to be a dancer, you know? And what's the biggest thing is the biggest line is eso no es profesional, right? Mm -hmm. Eso no, eso no es una carrera. Eso es así de gusto. And you're just kind of like, but no, right? And so you you just kind of get tired of that. And you're like, all right, fine. You don't see anyone else around you doing it. You don't see anyone in your family doing it. Um, and everyone else is echoing the same message, right? And then you intrinsically start echoing that message too as you get older, mm -hmm. right? So even when I started dancing, you know, intrinsically, I was like, oh, I need to turn this into a business to prove that I can be a dancer and make money, mm -hmm. right? Or even with my art, oh, I need to turn this into like a multi-million dollar business so I can prove that being an artist is going to make money. Mm -hmm. I need to make it professional. And so even though, you know, Part of me fueled it just because I like, you know, being and creating and all of these things and learning about how to run a business. The other part was also fueled by like, you better prove them wrong. You better prove them wrong, Melly, because you're the black sheep, right? Mm. <laughs> Who told you you were going to start modeling at a young age? Who told you you could start traveling and dancing and, you know, that you were going to make money off of that? You're the only one out of like 3,000 cousins, <laughs> right, mm -hmm. that wants to do that. And they're like, and the biggest thing is, you know, I have family, practically all of my families in Colombia, and then it's just my brother and I. And so you come here, you're in the States, right? Mm -hmm. And ustedes están en America, and I was living in New York, right? So it's like this whole thing. They think that you live like in the movies, and they're like, you're doing what when you're there? I'm like, I'm selling artwork, my artwork, and I'm dancing, and I'm teaching, and I'm traveling. They're like, hmm. So when are you going to, like, get your life together? When are you going to settle? <laughs> right? Like, it is together. You're staying in the apartment that I pay for by doing those things. Just saying. Right? So it's just, like, I think for me what was a big deal was that separation from from that mm. culture. Um, you know, I, I started living on my own at a young age, at 19. Um, and then I started raising my brother. So I had to become an adult rather quickly. When I was in my 20s, um, you know, and all the way until he was 21. And then I was like, all right, bye. <laughs> I did my part. Um, but from 15 to 21, that's six years, I was a mom, a student, a big sister kind of. And like I was head of household. I was a cook as terrible as I am. But I was doing all these things and I was still running a business. Right. So um, just kind of separating. My, I didn't have time to listen to that nonsense. I was so busy going after what I wanted to go after that I was just kind of like, no, you know what? I've already proven it to myself. I see other Latinas doing it. I see other people doing it. And why does it matter that I'm a Latina and they're, you know, Arabic or that person is from Africa or that person is French or that person were women? Yeah. What's the difference? And they have even stricter cultures, right? Mm -hmm. Some of them can't even like go out. So I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. I just was like, every time I had that little notion, and like you mentioned before, it's a decision. I was like, no, I'm not going to listen to you, little monster. I'm not going to listen to you. I love my culture. And so what I did is like, I'm not going to ignore my culture. I'm just going to use it to my advantage. What are Latinas? We're fierce. We're relentless. We love, you know, being loud and boisterous, but we also like being audacious. And we have, you know, a lot of tenacity right? To be seen and we're constantly having to prove ourselves, right? So why not use that part of my culture? 
mm. and and work towards that and speak to that and bring that and manifest that in in everything that I do as opposed to the things that are most oppressive towards like you know women or just anything in general right that's outside of the box of the culture so you know it's true you have to our culture can impact us so much and you really have to like jam those suckers down there and be like no 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 doesn't apply <laughs> yeah no and it and it's one of the things you were saying about like you decided to kind of separate yourself a little bit not to deny the culture but to separate yourself and yeah. obviously that's that's what we call boundaries and it's it's so hard for a lot of us to yes. to do that because it's like you know we grew up with that familia siempre you know listening to this and that but i think we are in that era or at the point where a lot of us, especially women, Latinas women, we're just like, you know what? Yo hago lo que me da la gana. Thank you mm. for your advice. Pero it's my time to shine. I want to do what feels the best for me. I want to be finally happy. And I think a lot of us, especially firstborn children, yes, carry with that because I can relate to to your story in terms of like, Oh, having to be the head of the household, like, uh, you know, to raise my brother and all the stuff. Like I had to do the same thing. So it's almost like we feel guilty if we don't do, we don't follow what we're supposed to follow. Uh, but then at the same time, at the same time, it's kind of like, why do we feel guilty? Like we are doing the best we can for our loved ones. And as long as we're not hurting anyone, we can, we can do what we want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, I'm being a responsible person. So it gets to the point where you we just get tired of like dealing with everybody else's problems. And and we just like, you know what? It's time for me to do what I really want. Because I hear a lot of talking, 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 a lot of a lot of you guys judging me. But are you guys even happy? You know, that's what I see. When people start judging, I mean, thank God, my family, it's not like judgy like that. Yeah. My family does support me. And at, at this point, they just know that I'm going to do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like in the <laughs> past, they will they will say, Ay, pero maybe esto. now they even support me. Now I told my aunt, I want to quit my job. But like, you need to go. Now they are the ones pushing me, which I love. So thankfully, I don't have the type of family that is going to be like, eh. But I've been in that place where it's kind of like, you know what? It's time for me to just like do what I want, regardless of what you, regardless of what you guys think that I should be doing. Right. And I think we're shifting the um, the the story, you know, the, the storyline, the narratives in, in our community that we have to follow a path in order to be, quote unquote, successful, because yeah. success is, is such a broad term. I think that it can mean anything by anyone, you know, like right now, me recording this episode, I feel successful. You know, maybe for someone else would be like, oh, this is not nah, this is some, you know you're just recording. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like a star right now. So let me, let me be, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, so, girl. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, we just have to create our own story of success and our yes. own story of, of happiness. And I think like, yes. that's something that you, a lot of us have to deal with, you know, struggle with in order to get to place that we want. And, and we're not even done yet because I feel like as we get older, we're going to continue having this, blockages right they're not gonna let us yeah. do what we want to do but hey this is this is all about growth it's all about growth as long as we know they're gonna be there and that we have you know like a goal in, in our mind i think we'll be fine so 
I, I want to kind of like talk a little bit more about like that mindset, that shift, like what you have taken from your own experiences and how you are helping other women. Right. So I don't know, like, can you give some sort of like example? I mean, you don't have to talk about your clients, but let's say something that one of your clients had like a breakthrough and you're like, oh, my God, you know, like I, I made this. Like, what was that one moment or the one client that made you feel that, you know what, I'm doing a good job? Because I know a lot of people that want to be coaches or they want to open your their business, whatever they want to do. And they feel like they're failing. But there's a one woman that'll be like, you know what, I'm doing a good job. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, such a good question. So, I mean, in general, um, because I've been kind of coaching, right, without having a business name attached to it, I've been doing it for such a long time. And it's just like instinctive when someone says they have a business and it's a woman, I immediately I'm like, okay, so what do you sell? What are your products? What is this? What is that? Right. But for me, the biggest takeaway is like what I've noticed, which makes me sad, but also hopeful at the same time. So normally when I when I work with my clients and I work one on one with them, mm -hmm. we do a full business analysis. So I do business. This is not like cutesy footsy questions, not to say that other people do that. But I mean, like business, we're talking jargon, we're talking like environmental factors, we're talking, you know, what are your profits? What are your margins? you know, what is your value proposition, your quotas, all that stuff, right? So when I ask them a series of questions, and, you know, part of the value proposition is what is your unique value proposition? What what about you is so unique that they should hire you, right? And everyone does that. Why do we buy Apple? Because we like the simplicity. Simple, right? Why do we buy Mac? Because we like the way it makes us look. Or why do we buy whatever we buy? Because it gives us, it offers us something unique from all the other brands. So it's a very simple question. But many, many of my clients get bogged down by it, right? So it's, well, I'm not unique. I'm sorry, what? Yes, you are, you know? And it's like, so what's your expertise? Tell me about your network. Oh, well, I don't really, I don't, you know. It's my friends and family. I'm like, mm, pretty sure you have more than that. How many clients do you have? How many sales? I have like 60,000 in sales. Okay, no, you have more than that. So it's like the biggest revelation is understanding their own value, right? You can't sell something if you don't believe in it. I am so happy, baby girl, that you got to 50, 60, 70, 80,000, 100,000 even, right, in sales but you still don't fully believe in you and your product. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they're really good at maybe, you know, promoting it or pretending to sell it, but you're not going to that next level because you're not realizing that you're there and you are now fully a CEO. You're ready to hire an assistant. You're ready to hire, you know, a part-time digital marketing specialist. You're ready to hire an accountant. You need all these things to keep going. And then that for me, when I had a client recently, I was like, okay, who is your client? Who are you dealing with? Who's your niche? Right? She was like, well, I want to work with these people. I'm like, okay, I know you want to work with those people, but you just told me like, you want to make this much money 
these people, you want to make what these people make in like a year. They can't afford this, right? So let's talk, like, who do you really want to do it? So we specified, and I told her, I'm like, this is why you're so unique to them. This is why you can speak to them. This is your value proposition. So I gave her some homework, and I was like, okay, do this homework. It took her like three weeks to do it. But I was like, no, no. She's like, well, I'm like, no, what do you mean you don't know? You got Google. There's no excuse anymore. You got Google. Reach out to your resources. Reach out to your girlfriends. Reach out to people and find out. She finally did it. And she was like, I just landed three of my of my ideal clients. Nice. I'm like, thank you. All you needed to do. I'm like, well, what was the difference? She's like, well, I knew what I was selling to them. And I knew how to speak to them. And I knew that what I had to offer was what they needed. Mm. So it was easy. I was like, <laughs> so I think that, and, and going back, right, I had said it's like sad, but hopeful. It's like, ah, oh, it breaks my heart that, you know, I have to sit there. I'm like, you have such an amazing product. You've built such a great business and you still don't believe in it, baby girl. It's growing. It's growing. And you're still like, mm, I don't know. No. Right. So, I mean, Take a man, right? And we're on here and we're talking about cheese, man. Like, take a white man. You think he hesitates? If you you could tell him he sucks and he's like, all right, moving on to the next one, Un, unscathed, right? He doesn't even second guess himself because he, A, has not been fed all the things that we've been fed since we were younger, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they just, they're used to failing, 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 failing. Why? Because they have those opportunities to fail. Whereas women, we don't, or we are scared to go there because, you know, we're the only ones, we don't want to lose our job or whatever the situation is. And so it's, it's heartbreaking to see, but it's so empowering and so motivating to see them being like, I, I got this. And they come back and I'm like, okay, ready to do the homework. What's next? Mm -hmm. Right. So that to me is like, yes. Like, this is why I'm doing this. And I know that I'm doing a good job, right? I can have this conversation with anyone. You could be selling eyelashes. I don't know anything about eyelashes or like car oil or hair products, things that I don't know about. Sales is sales is sales is sales, right? It, it's relatable to anything, but I'm choosing to work with this demographic and with my fellow sisters that have dreams and have the power they just need someone to guide them give them clarity and give them a little bit of a boost because we have to believe in them sometimes we need someone else to believe in you more than you believe in yourself to get things mm-hmm. done just like you said your family is doing right mm-hmm. so um that's probably one of the biggest things and then the mm-hmm. mindset shift with like our families and stuff is that's exactly what happens you want a support system that's going to sit there and be like quit the job start the business what are you waiting for? <laughs> right. Um, and surrounding yourself with people like that is, is, is just so, so important. Having a good support system. Yeah. Wow. That's so good, Melly. That's awesome. I'm like, that's a, a, that's how I feel like a lot of people are going to be listening to this episode going to be like, damn, why are you exposing me like this? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was exposed. Don't worry. We've all been exposed. We've we all been exposed. exposed sometimes. I'm no longer a version of that. <laughs> No, but this is, I feel like this is the type of things that we need to hear from, uh, 
fellow woman. You know what I mean? Like yes. we need to hear things that women, men, hopefully, I don't know. Um, and this is why community is so important, yes. right? Because if you're part of a group that is constantly questioning what you're doing, is constantly bashing what you're doing, criticizing or trying to do all those things, it's kind of like what what's the point of you trying to do something if you cannot have the support system? Like I, I can say that I'm very blessed to have a lot of people of my surroundings that are amazing, that I could, I could feel like maybe like they believe more in me. They see things of about me that I don't see, which is great because they're like always like, girl, you should do this. You should do that. You should do that. And I'm just like, wait, what? But I'm just like, I was like, I was, uh, I was like, um, I was talking to myself about it. Right. And I was just like meditating, let's say, and I was like, yo, like I really have a good support system. Like, and not only with my family, but with my friends and some of them I haven't even met in person. They're all from my online, you know, like Instagram people that we have met somehow. And we have become like really good friends. Like someone, I did a live with one of them with Charlie and, and Charlie one day was sad because of the breakup and Charlie called me and was like, girl, blah, blah, blah. We talked for a while and I was like, all right, you know, it's not even talking about business or none of that. It was just talking personal things. And I think it's, it's beautiful to create that, that sense of community. And, um, so for you, Melly, like, what are the things that you feel that you see in your clients besides the lack of like believing in themselves like what are the other things that you see in other people that you think okay this person or this individual this group need a coach like me so they can go upwards in life oh man such a good question so i had mentioned earlier that i had some statistics I'm going to serve them to you. Okay. (laughs) So part of it is as a salesperson, we're all about numbers and I'm very analytical, right? So apart from the fact that I love helping fellow sisters and selling, you know, helping the community, the other thing is seeing it develop within the economy, right? So we're going to, right now we're going to level up. Okay. We're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more about, things that are changing and trending within the economy here, um, at least, you know, in the United States, UK. So many women-owned businesses are funded by cash only, and that's normally because they've saved the money to launch Mm -hmm. their business, okay? As opposed to women, I mean, men-owned businesses or founded businesses, right? Founded meaning founded it's you and I have started it from the beginning conceptually it's ours it's originally ours we make it happen whether we sell it to somebody else or whatever it's founded by us right Mm -hmm. only 2.2 percent of women founding teams were funded by like capital funding right Mm -hmm. so venture capital funding which is where you get investors to invest in in you and your business and your concept kind of think of like shark tank right 2.2 2.2 men own businesses 79%. Yeah. That's a huge discrepancy and that's just one of them, right? Mm-hmm. You also have like this in 
incredible growth in women-owned businesses. We've increased like 3.9% annually um, when normally you only have 1.9% growing and then 114% increase in businesses Mm -hmm. within the past two years, two decades. So the past 20 years, which is huge, right? We're we're facing a, a gap, right? Within our pay gap. We're also um, positions within the executive levels, right? So anywhere from executive, C-suite, VP, um, and just overall being just like CEO, CMO, um, so on and so forth. So that in itself, I was like, man, like these women are not getting loans. These women are raising the money themselves, right? Mm -hmm. These women are not getting investors. And they're supporting each other. So the other thing is women-owned businesses support each other. So, mm-hmm. like, I know that if I want my next hoodie, I'm going to be with Duvida, right? Mm-hmm. Or if I want, you know, a candle, I'm not going to go to, to Home Goods because I want to support my girl. And you know what I mean? So that growth, I know that there is going to be an increase. And I want to – I know with my expertise, I can help them get there, right? Yeah. Because we lack mentorship. We don't look for mentorship. We don't, we don't, we hesitate to give people our money. Why? Because we, ooh, that's our money, girl. That's money that we've worked so hard for. Even if it's a dollar, a thousand dollars, you know, $3,000, that's a Mm -hmm. lot of money to invest into your business. And so making sure that we, I am able to take them to the next level and be like, $3,000 is nothing, girl. You're going to triple that. We're going to make $30,000 and this is how you're going to do it. And this is what you're going to, and you're going to kill it. And get them to that point and expose them to those resources that I've been exposed to at a corporate level with small businesses and startups because that's how they get started. You know, they ask for money from everyone else. They don't do it with their own money. Mm-hmm. And that to me is like, she goes to show how strong women are. They're like, no, I got this. I'll do it on my own. I got it. Yeah. Right? But they don't need to. So that's that was probably, a, it is one of the, the biggest things for me, you know, looking analytically and then also just looking around. I don't need Mm -hmm. to look that far. I don't need to look into the numbers to see, you know, that it's needed and it's necessary. And why not? If I have the goods, why am I not going to share it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. I know that we can continue talking the whole night about this. I really, really love, love everything that you're doing. And just to kind of like close this chasement, because hopefully we're gonna have more chasements um, yes. in the future. <laughs> and yeah, we should have a live one day. Just to kind of close it up, like what will be like three things that you will want to share with other women to kind of motivate them or inspire them or push them to do that one thing that scares them? Oh, that's good. Number one thing look in the mirror and tell yourself you're strong you're beautiful and you got this number two is fear is brought from something because you can't control it you're not going to control it anyways success comes quickly Mm -hmm. comes you know fast it takes a long time just go for it and it's fun and then get comfortable with failure wear it you know and fail upwards you know everything every time you have a failure rename it lesson what you learn from it, and then keep going. Yes, I mean, I like that. I like, I always call them lessons too. It's like, they're just lessons. It's like, I make, I eat. Okay, next time I won't go by there because, <laughs> well, so you know what I mean? So that's good. Yes. It's just yes. to show you a different way. 
That's yes. all. Yes. Anyway, yes. girl, thank you so much for joining me. I am like super excited that we got to do this chasement together. I'm like super yes. proud of you, all the things that you're doing. And I can't wait for for you to like grow your your firm, your firm, your studio. <laughs> your firm. <laughs> I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting. Call it whatever you want it yeah. to be. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find you if they need your help or need like some information about your, you know, your studio? Sure. Um, so they can go to Instagram. We're always on there. Uh, I actually have an intern that manages all of that. So moves with belly is the place to go. Moves with belly.com literally moves with belly. Anything. Okay. I always have tips and tricks on YouTube and we'll be doing reels and launching a new ebook right now. I have a free monthly go calendar. So starting for 2022, we're going to be releasing like how to plan your projections for, for the upcoming year. So Come and find me. I'm very easy. Moves with Melly. That's it. I love it. I love it. All right, girls. So thank you so much once again. And that's all. I'll talk to you next time. I'll see yes. You thank you so much for having me. I'm so proud of you for everything that you're doing. And thank you for sharing such wonderful topics with our community and having me on here. It was a pleasure. I know I talk a lot. But no, 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 no. We all talk a lot. That's fine, I think. Anyway, thank you so much. I'll see you. Bye. Ciao. Mi gente, this was an amazing cheese with Melly. I, like I said, I am super proud. I'm super excited to have her on my podcast. I know she's going to be doing amazing things. And please, if you need anyone to help you upscaling your business, your brands, your sales, please hit her up. I have put her information on the description of the episode. So go check it out. And with that being said, I just wanted to say thank you for to those who have been leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts and for those who have not just yet. Please do so. Support the podcast that way. And if you don't have Apple Podcasts, it's okay. Just share with your friends on the other platforms. With that being said, I hope you have an amazing rest of the week. Please surround yourself with authentic vibes and wear your mask. I know there's a new variant going on. What is going on? But what can we do? Nothing, right? Anywho, and try to be authentic. I will talk to you next time. Ciao.